Hello, and welcome to Business Talk, brought to you by Business West and Living Local. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS, and I'd like to introduce our host of Business Talk. He's the editor and associate publisher of Business West. Here's George O'Brien. Okay, welcome everyone to another episode of Business Talk. We have a, a great show for you today. We have with us Vince Jackson. He is the executive director of the is it Greater Northampton Chamber of Commerce, Vince? It is the Greater Northampton greater, Chamber of Commerce. As in Greater. And how are you today? I'm doing great. And thank you so much for having me. How are you? Thank, thank you for, for joining us. You are new to the podcast. Uh, been meaning to have you on for a while. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you're here with us today. Uh, we've, we've got a lot to talk about. And again, we're happy to have you with us. This pandemic has been going on for almost exactly a year now. Much of the focus has been on Springfield. It's the quote-unquote capital of this region, if you will. The casino is here. The the big office towers are here. Much of the focus has been on Springfield. But other communities uh, have been in the spotlight, and they've been impacted as well. And Northampton, perhaps more uh, than any of the other communities. This is the cultural capital of this region, if you will, the restaurants, the the gathering places, the theaters, the, the shows. Uh, this has been a, a huge story this year. And, I, and we want to talk a lot today about what Northampton has been going through, uh, what we're thinking now as the pandemic starts to ease a little bit. And we see that here comes that phrase, end of the tunnel. Uh, but first, let's uh, talk a little about about you. You've been in this job for about a year and a half now, maybe a little bit more than that. What brought you to Northampton and what has this experience been like for you? Well, thank you for that question. Uh, it seems like I've been in this role a lot longer than a year and a half. <laughs> I'm sure. But the thing uh, most people probably don't know is that I was already in the area for 13 years. However, I had a, a business down in Dallas, Texas that I ran and was doing a lot of traveling, three or four days a week, and reached a point where I needed to just be home more with my family. And the opportunity at the Northampton Chamber came up, and here I am. Started in June of 2019, had a great first six months. Uh, We celebrated the Chamber's centennial anniversary. I launched a new strategic plan that the the previous uh, board and executive director had uh, completed. And we were off and running, firing on all cylinders. And then, like you said, a year ago, March 10th, the governor announced the state of emergency and the pandemic began. Uh, but I have to say that uh, through that, uh, we have been creative, innovative, and it forced us to really power test our strategic plan and look for opportunities to have wins and try some things differently because the plan did inspire us to try to be more of an organization that would experiment more and find out what we're capable of of and what we're not. So, We learned a lot and we came out at the end of the day. We're still not on the other side of the pandemic and there are still challenges, but we came out in 2020 okay. And we're off to uh, an an expected start in 2021. And um, seems like we may be turning the tide soon here. 
Okay, I don't want you to, to relive those early months too much, as, as painful as they are. But obviously, when the, when the pandemic hit, uh, a lot of your restaurants were, were really feeling it. Uh, a lot of the uh, concert and entertainment venues were, were really feeling it. Uh, this is a city known for its vibrance. Uh, what was it like to, to have to cope with the pandemic and, and people not being able to come to your city? Uh, extremely difficult. Uh, there... I can't even describe, and we're still facing it. The, the pandemic fatigue is very real. Um, we didn't know, it, the, I think the hard part was in the beginning, not knowing how long things were going to last. And I think rightfully so, there was eventually a phased approach to reopening. And then, you know, as we headed into the, the winter months, there was a slight surge and we took all those steps forward only to have to take a step or two back. Um, so it's been extremely difficult and you're absolutely right. Northampton has uh, been a destination for great uh, restaurants and, and for people who want to come explore the art scene. And we have not been able to, to entertain that uh, kind of visitor uh, like we had in the past. So, extremely difficult and we're still in the middle of it and it's um, though we found ways to survive and I have to say that I'm a glass half full kind of guy so mm -hmm. um, while we have had 15 16 roughly uh, permanent closings of restaurants and small businesses in Northampton we've also had 15 16 to open in the middle of a pandemic. And that to me is remarkable and speaks to the resilience of this community and the risk taking that entrepreneurs are willing to take. Mm -hmm. uh, and having been an entrepreneur, I can relate to that and appreciate the spirit of a fearless leadership that they bring to our local economy and our community. Talk a little bit about those, those restaurants. This is perhaps what Northampton is noted for more than anything else. Uh, the, the community has rallied behind the restaurants uh, and it really helped a lot of them weather through this. You mentioned that there were some casualties uh, mm -hmm. and you talk to those restaurant owners every day. What are they thinking now? What are they feeling? Is the worst over for them? Well, we're still in the middle of the worst. And even though the, the restrictions on capacity have recently been lifted, uh, people aren't returning to the capacity levels that they're able to now. So the restaurant owners are still facing um, less foot traffic. They're still operating at 30 to 50% capacity. Uh, they're still not seeing the kind of um, return that will help normalize their businesses. Uh, and, and so they're still kind of keeping a very cautious, cautious and optimistic outlook without getting too excited or overzealous. But uh, the chamber has been a great partner with many of them. We created a community revitalization fund that provided small micro uh, grants uh, to many of the restaurants and small businesses. Um, and it allowed them to at least help, you know, defray some of their costs that they were facing. And right now we have a restaurant campaign called 413 Takeout where we are asking everyone in the community to take a pledge and uh, bring four of their friends 
and invite them to order takeout or dine out now at least once a week for three months. And we kick that off on Valentine's Day and we're gonna go through uh, May 15th. Um, and the campaign is off to a great start. So that's our way of supporting our restaurants and quite frankly, uh, people in the community, nonprofits, uh, businesses that are doing okay during this time, uh, all wanted to pitch in and do something to help our restaurants and small businesses survive. They said to us, they've been there for us, so let us now be there for them. So mm -hmm. everyone is rallying behind our restaurants and we just hope that as the vaccine reaches more arms that people will feel more comfortable uh, returning to the, the restaurants and, and enjoying all that they have to offer. Mm -hmm. Now you mentioned uh, the restaurateurs, the entrepreneurship, uh, the ingenuity, if you will. A lot of them got very creative with the outdoor spaces. Uh, we're coming up on the warm weather again. Uh, we're gonna see that again, I hope, in, in downtown Northampton. It kind of looked a little bit like uh, some of those European cities there uh, last year with all those outdoor dining spaces. Uh, have they talked to you about that yet? Oh, absolutely. We are definitely looking forward to that. And in fact, there's a restaurant that has these incredible uh, igloos that they've set up even in the winter months. I was at, at the restaurant last night and had dinner outside and inside this bubble, uh, that's nicely lit and you're totally safe with your dining party. So that is incredible innovation uh, that uh, the deck at Union Station has brought um, to make sure that people still can come out and enjoy celebrations and enjoy you know, spending time out with their families because part of this pandemic fatigue is just being indoors and not having outlets. Uh, mm -hmm. But we are certainly uh, looking forward to any new plans that the city of Northampton has. I know those are, are being formulated right now around outdoor dining. And um, based on some early conversations, I think we're going to see some really exciting uh, things that, that will take place. Now, you mentioned uh, new businesses, 14, mm -hmm. 15, I think you said. Uh, what, are, what are these... Uh, ventures and, and how are they changing downtown? It's a really good mix of businesses. Uh, there are probably about a third that are restaurants. So about five or six are restaurants. Um, another third, uh, interestingly, are cannabis dispensaries. Northampton is capitalizing on that emerging uh, industry. And the others are a good mix of retail shops and arts activities and whatnot. So it's, it's a healthy, diverse mix of new businesses that are coming to uh, support the local economy. Well, you've got a huge void downtown now. Was it the Michelson Gallery that, that closed? It was a... Well, I think, I think they relocated. Relocated. Okay. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. They're one of the ones that may have relocated to a neighboring town. I, I can't keep track of all of them. but mm -hmm. Well, it's good to see you've got new people coming in and that uh, downtown is, is bouncing back in some ways. Are you seeing the people coming back to downtown Northampton yet? Yeah, it was fun to walk around and, and just see all those people on the streets. Uh, are you seeing more signs of life? 
With the uh, warmer weather over the last couple of weeks, we are seeing a little bit more foot traffic whenever there are nice days, a little more vibrancy around the dinner time hour. Uh, as I said last before, I had dinner in Northampton last night, and it was just uh, great to see a little bit of traffic. <laughs> uh, so people are, you know, I think uh, finding their way back. I think they're being cautious and, and pacing themselves and, and being thoughtful. But the restaurant, I would say, was pretty full. And again, we were outside in these igloos and almost everyone was filled. And we, you know, of course, had to make reservations and you're, you know, you know, bound by the 90 minute rule, which is more than enough time to have a great dinner and, and leave. But people, I think, are coming back slowly but surely. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local. I'm George O'Brien, the editor of Business West Magazine. We are talking to Vince Jackson. He's executive director of the Greater Northampton Chamber of Commerce. We've been talking about the pandemic. We've been talking about Northampton and, and all that's happened there and the hope that better times are coming. Uh, Vince, I've talked to a lot of chamber leaders in the area about what this past year has been for them. Uh, the pandemic has impacted chambers as much as it has any other business. And in some ways, it's even impacted them more. It's a membership-driven businesses. Uh, some businesses are just not able to, to stay in the chamber. But in a lot of ways, this pandemic has really driven home the importance of chambers to communities and to individual businesses. Uh, they're kind of struggling to hang in there a little bit, but I don't think they've ever been more important in my mind. Uh, what, have, what do you think about all this and how is your chamber holding on? That's a great point, George, um, that you make. Um, yes, we know that many chambers are, are struggling and we, I have to say, have been really, really fortunate we did see a, a modest decline in our um, member dues, and we don't even call them members anymore. We call them investors. So we saw just a modest 3% decline, and that's better than it was the year before. And we had a net loss of 25 members, but again, uh, with only a modest 3% uh, decline in revenues. Again, I think it goes to the point you made about the return on the investment, which is why we refer to our members now as investors, because they they realize that they're getting a, a great return and they're committed to seeing the economy turn around and they want to be part of it. And secondly, I think, I think it speaks to the resilience of the Northampton business community. Uh, it's a very collaborative group of business owners who work to support each other. And, um, you know, there's the adage that we're stronger together. And I think uh, they practice that uh, with each other. So that's what I've seen. And, uh, you know, as a chamber on that front, that's been one of the drivers of our success through this uh, pandemic. And of course, we had to take a hard look at our costs and we were able to substantially cut those and, and keep those uh, at a rate of, um, you know, 70% versus a year ago. So we are, you know, under where we were. So it forced us to just cut out a lot of the fat, if you will. And, um, you know, we've also made some hard decisions. Last summer, 
my team and I decided to go on the state's work share program, which is the Commonwealth's alternative to uh, uh, layoffs. And we cut our hours because the summer months, July, August, September, I won't say it's our slow period because we've not slowed down at all since the pandemic. In fact, our productivity is probably higher than it has been, but uh, we did um, realize that those are the months when we do see some seasonality to our uh, cash flows. And we made the hard call to go on work share for three months and it saved us about 25% in payroll related costs. But we, found ourselves in December not having to make any tough calls about landing in one off, which would have been a harder time to do that. So um, kudos to my team for making that sacrifice uh, during a critical time. And, and that's how we got creative and came out okay at the end of the day. Okay. Now you had only been on the job seven, eight months before the pandemic arrives. You don't uh, have much of an ability to compare and contrast, but a lot of the chambers have talked about how their roles have changed. You know, before it was all about kind of serving members, bringing them together, networking, uh, doing a little fundraising. Now a lot more of it is about providing information uh, and providing real hard support. Uh, you mentioned some of your programs earlier to help the restaurants and that. Uh, how has have you seen your chamber functioning differently than it was before? And are those changes permanent? Well, it is dramatically different than before, before, but more before, before I got here. <laughs> uh, and I said, as I referenced earlier, um, we had a new strategic plan that kind of set us on a different path and a different course with some permanent changes. And we were already executing against that plan. So what I have seen, though, is that we accelerated the pace and we have been able to push ourselves and try some things, be more of that culture of uh, experimentation than we probably would have been had it not been the, for the pandemic. So I will say that our productivity is much higher. We were already getting out a ton of information. We have simply increased the frequency of that. Um, and probably in the early days of the pandemic, uh, quadrupled our communications because people do rely on chambers to be that go-to resource, uh, especially business owners, as that go-to reliable resource for the latest and greatest information. So we created a COVID-19 update bulletin to make sure that people were getting information straight from the governor's office and all the state agencies and our elected officials, uh, just to keep everyone informed with timely communications. Because if you recall, uh, things were changing very rapidly and what applied last week would not necessarily apply the next week. So I would, while we've been able, as we have uh, started to, I think, look toward the road to recovery, we are now at a point where we've been able to, I would say, normalize uh, the, the frequency of a lot of the communications. But uh, I think we have a cadence that will uh, be comfortable with what our strategic plan calls for, which is to keep the pace at an accelerated level. Well, good luck to you and all that. I've, I've editorialized many times that uh, uh, this region needs a healthy, vibrant Springfield for uh, 
the whole region to thrive and it needs a vibrant healthy downtown northampton to thrive as well your your city is an absolute gem and i, I hope uh, everything bounces back real soon and 2021 is is a much better year than 2020 i'd be hard not to be but uh, i hope you guys have a very good year up there well thank you for that and that is certainly my forecast so fingers crossed and Hopefully all the stars will align and that's where we'll find ourselves the next time we talk. We can talk about all the fun success we've experienced. We'll put you on the books for, for later this summer. I look forward to it. All right. So, thank, thank you, you again, Vince. And again, good luck to you. Thank you so much. Okay. You've been listening to Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local. I'm George O'Brien, editor of Business West. We'll see you next time.